Hello, good evening and welcome to, well it might not be evening when you're listening, but it is now. Good evening, welcome to Old Gaming Podcast number 13 for June 16th, 2019. Uh, I'm joined tonight by uh, some traditional like people that have been here in the last few podcasts. Hat and Ian, good evening. How are you doing, guys? Hello, hello, hello. And our, special, our special guest to, for the E3 special, which is what this podcast is all about. Is Aku Bamba, one of the mods from the Alt Gaming Discord. Hi, Paul. How are you? All right. And you're right. I am special. Special needs. Yeah. Yes, especially. <laughs> well, perfect for this special edition of the podcast. Now, it's been nearly a month since we last recorded. And, okay, a bit small apologies for the uh, extended hiatus. But we have had a LAN in between. And I just wanted to have a quick shout out to everyone that helped us at the Oliton Altland number five that happened a few weeks ago. It was a pretty good weekend, I think, on all counts. Everyone seemed to have a good time and um, get suitably wrecked. Uh, so that was great. Mm, the best kind of wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, yeah, I mean, there was lots of people that contributed. And, you know, I wanted to say thank you to all of those people. And also thanks to everybody that came and made it such a great weekend. Uh, some people travel quite far, so it was really appreciated. Even people that travelled on buses and stuff, which is no one wants to do that, do they? No, not uh, really. <laughs> even though they were offered lifts, no, that's no, fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that was very special of them, wasn't it? That is very really special. <laughs> so anyway, get, talking about special things, E3's happened in America. It's definitely the biggest gaming news event on the calendar, and most people, apart from perhaps Sony, saved lots of news to be released. Uh, during E3, and um, Paul saw most of the announcements. You sort of geeked out and uh, enjoyed a lot of the press conferences. Yeah, I normally do it every year. Um, it's been a thing since uh, what uh, since they started being streamed on Twitch. That's when I've really started watching them all. Yeah, and this is actually I, I, the first I, year I've seen Sony miss it completely, which was yeah, strange. Exactly. Yeah. That was weird. They obviously really felt they needed a hardware part. And if they didn't have the hardware, no, no, it wasn't even that they um, they've went on record and saying that it's too late to do deals with shops for Christmas, so they've moved their event to like February or something. But I yeah, think I because of the hype that happened around this E three, they might change their tune next year and come back. Yeah, they will come back. Hmm. Yeah, they, that was a they dropped the ball there. So. Yeah. Um, we've tried to put together for you listeners a sort of hit list. Uh, maybe it's not a top ten, but it's just it's it's a number of different things that were highlights over all of the announcements, and we just thought this gives us some talking points. So we're going to go through those, and then afterwards we'll have a uh, sort of what did we not see or what did we miss? Um, you know, so it's it's all going to be E three the whole of this podcast, and uh, we're going to kick straight off uh, with a new title from FromSoft. The guys behind Dark Souls and uh, Elden Ring, which looks really interesting. Now, who saw anything about that and would uh, like to make a comment? Um, well, Elden Ring, it, it literally looked like a weeb Dark Souls. If I had to, <laughs> I've had to boil it down into uh, like a small a phrase. Baby Souls. Yeah, well, no, it's more the grittier side, I would oh, okay. say, of... Uh, I imagine it's, it's still going to be weird. typical FromSoft, right? Yeah, it, it seems like it's going to be typical FromSoft. There, there was lighter elements in it, yes, but it was, it still had the usual Dark Souls tone. Yeah, I mean, un- until it actually like came up, Elden Ring at the trailer, I thought it was a trailer for a new Dark Souls. But yeah, then again, I've, I've never really played many of the Dark Souls games. I've just seen bits and pieces of them. So they've already come out and said in the past that there is no more Dark Souls games, and 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 that was the last one, number three. Well, this, is, a, this is probably why then they're branching out into different genres because this probably isn't set in the Dark Souls universe. Yeah, but exactly. it's probably Dark Souls gameplay with uh, just a whole new universe, which they can spin off and learn what three games from. Well, which it's not a bad thing. Or, yeah, not a bad thing at all. I, I really love, especially Frank. with the way, especially with Sekiro. Sekiro was amazing. It's, it's still, still going. <laughs> yeah, still yeah. Is. yeah. I, I still haven't finished it, and that was the last really podcast. I didn't yeah. get very far in that. At all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm a butterfly lady, and I'm hitting myself. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. so Viv, I feel your pain. <laughs> I'm the guy on the bridge. I'm just like, ah, I'm gonna kill this guy. Um, anyway, but yeah, no, great to see FromSoft coming out with a new IP and some, um, you know, that's their games. No one else makes games like they do. You know, no, they really don't. They really they're, they're, don't. They're, they're, 
On a side note, FromSoft did announce something. I, th- I think I think it was George R. R. Martin is working on them with this. Yes. Yeah, they is. That's right. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. It seems re- it just seems weird to George R. R. Martin to be his name just to be thrown in like that. Those books are never getting finished, are they? If he's writing good video <laughs> game <laughs> stories, <laughs> 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 see, uh, that's the thing. I was going to say, the one thing that would redeem the Game of Thrones ending would be him finishing the bloody books, but there we are. He did did say it was basically what they did, only they rushed it. Yeah, that's what he did. The the overarching idea was there, wasn't it? Yeah. um, You saw the same thing a few years ago with someone like Peter Jackson, who was starting to lend his name to games being developed. Ken Kong is the one that strikes out to me, is the one he did. You know, and it was it. They you do see gaming industry kind of go and pluck out one of the biggest kind of like branded names and and bring them in as saying oh, they're helping us make this good. Spielberg, you know, people like that, and they, they throw them in to say that they're contributing. It doesn't really mean it. It's a better game for it, unfortunately, most of the time. Yeah, most of the time, it usually makes it worse. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not... it has to go to the director's standards. I don't know what mm. you know. George R. R. Martin has got a certain style that we know about, but what did that bring yeah, him? I mean, so, as long as it's storytelling, <laughs> and that's yeah. that's fine. <laughs> it's probably know. more just like giving tips or like reviewing the, the actual. There's probably someone else writing it, and he's yes. kind of like being an aide to sort of like change this. This would be like this, kill more people. Just always good. Yeah, to sort of shake up the story, but I think yeah. everyone's going to know from <laughs> his books that you know. Everyone's dying anyway. <laughs> so what, <laughs> everyone dies in Dark Souls type games, so that's fine. That what's, is true. That's, so what to watch out for then? Elden Ring from from the FromSoft guys. Uh, number two on our list is Astral Chain by the developer Platinum. Uh, I don't know anything about this one. Honestly, I watched. Where's it come was, from? Hat will probably be the best one to talk to you about this because it's just so out there for me. It's 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 very weird, but that's just Platinum. Uh, Platinum's the guys that made Bayonetta, Metal Gear Rise, and so it's oh, like okay. very over the top action. Just it's stupid, but it's a good stupid. Sort yeah, of thing. yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah, like, so it, Dynasty Warriors type thing, like really ridiculous fights. Like, yeah, yeah, not the sort of like cutting through armies, more just like fighting big monsters or big okay. robots. So yeah, I think, I more Devil, the... think more Devil May Cry. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. that sort of style. I saw some of the gameplay trailer for it, and it did look quite interesting. <laughs> So it's like, there's, much- there's, there's like there's a, you have an AI companion type thing. Like yeah, this. that's cool. Pretty much, that's you've cool. got a JoJo stand, and you fight big monsters. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's platinum. You know, it's the game's gonna feel good. Yeah, exactly. That's important, isn't it? Yeah, you know, that's that's really important. It's the same with the FromSoft yeah. stuff. You know, oh. it always has a sort of feel to it. And you you go you go after that, so that's fine. The box. Was there something? Was there anything about it that you saw? Oh wow, that's different from what I think they've done before. I think mainly just like as Ian said, the sort of AI companion sort of thing. They mentioned that you can yeah. link with monsters once you beat them, so that's kind of a new thing. With I assume you can change monsters like you change equipment, which might change how you play. So using new combat mechanics yeah. all the time into the game, so it feels fresh. Yeah, yeah, there was cool. ones like. I'm sure in the almost like a Pokemon S type thing. Do you reckon, like you beat the thing, you can? I don't know whether you See, it, capture. It could, I suppose is the word. Maybe I don't know. It could they, be they about. Sorry, what you seem like, they, I'm thinking they could have it as if you capture one, you can use it for a bit, and then yeah. maybe you have to do a certain amount of things with it to unlock it for like so you can change it into something else, or if you like let go of it early, you can go back and yeah. get it sort of thing. Or maybe, ah. or maybe they've just we've misread it and it's sort of thing. Story wise, you've managed to chain yourself to this specific monster, and that's what they meant by that. And we're thinking, oh, it's going to be a sort of yeah. kill everything, <laughs> capture everything, and change out your equipment. <clears throat> but no, it looks good. It's the sort of thing you can like get the. Is it just an astral? I sort of assume it's called. It's like, <laughs> yeah, like, get like, your astral. Yeah, <laughs> you could you saw it move platforms around, and there was the one where like nice it used astral, the chain. Mate. Yeah. <laughs> it uh used the chain connecting to you, like wrapped itself around a, like a boss's arm and dragged it close to you and tied it up, that sort of thing. So no, it looks it looks interesting. I do like I really... They're great games to play though, oh, yeah. So they just it's just fun, isn't it? I mean that's I mean the amount of time I got out of Ryzen for like a seven hour long campaign, I got a stupid amount of time out of that just replaying over and over because it just felt so good to play. And so 
Yeah, okay, Platinum. Watch out for Astral Chain. Number three, uh, it's a remake, so we're revisiting old content here with Final Fantasy number seven. So, I mean, did yeah. it need do, a remake? Do you want this podcast to be 45 minutes, or do you want to be like a couple of <laughs> Okay, let's start with this then. Why does it need to be this Final Fantasy that gets a remake? Uh, this is the epitome of the, what made Final Fantasy why? good, wasn't yeah. it? The, the, this is what's like, put Final Fantasy into the mainstream. For a lot yeah. of people, a lot of, like a lot of people, seen Final Fantasy before as this medieval type of like take a turn to attack people, and then they brought in the whole industrial element with seven mixed with the medieval stuff. So there was guns, there were swords, like the traditional stuff you would see from Final Fantasy before, and then a lot of new things. That's what okay. also made Final like appeared by Final Fantasy VIII, which is another great title, which is also getting a remaster for the Switch this uh-huh. December or October or something. I think it is, but it's it's there for the holiday, which is going to be a, another good title to pick up again. But seven in general, it made a lot of people's childhood, I would say, because you know it was on PS one. It was the first one, I believe. Oh no, it was the second. Yeah, one. Um, was it the first one? I think it was the first one on PlayStation. Yeah, actually, I don't think Final Fantasy six was out on PS one. I but. don't think it was either. I remember having it, and it was over like three or four discs, if I remember correctly. To yeah. Play the game. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. Oh, is oh yeah, I thought the Discord was on there. No, oh, good. Final Fantasy. I, okay. I just no, You're but just yes. looking up on internet. yeah, Final Fantasy VI was on the SNES, so yeah, it's SNES. Yeah, so Seven is just it's one of them ones a lot of people have been wanting for years. The story is probably one of the best stories out of the Final Fantasy franchise, in my opinion. Mm. But that's I'm pretty biased in that point. Like I'm currently replaying it now because I just bought it for the Switch. Myself, so, yeah, and I wish you that? hadn't that said that because like now I'm tempted with it. Or something. When did it come out? Uh, ninety-seven, ninety-six. I mean, that's I pretty think. old, isn't it, to bring out a remaster now? Of, it uh, is, but old. it's it's not even it's not a remaster though. It's a remake. It's a remake. They're, yeah, ninety-seven. Ninety-seven. Yeah. So, typically, <laughs> typically with remasters, they just remake like basically throughout the same game, just higher graphics. This is a complete rework mm. of the whole battling engine, the whole graphics of the game, as well as the way the story is told. Already from the trailer, there is certain elements that are shown that weren't shown in the first game. For example, there was a bit of cloud, not to like mix it up with the actual character cloud, like a black smoke going around him and Eris at one point in the trailer, mm. if I remember correctly which never happened in the original game. So there's going to be slight tweaks to it, which fans, they shouldn't get upset about because it's the original guy that did Seven is working on this and making sure it stays true to the story. And I've seen a lot of people... You're quite excited then. I am, personally, yeah. It's been a (laughs) game I've been wanting for years. Yeah. I mean, Um, I know it's probably coming to PS4, but... If they port it to PC, where there is a chance that they will, given that the original was on PC as well. I'll probably buy it. Well, well it has Final Fantasy come out on PC as well. So, uh, like, yeah, a lot of the newer ones. Yeah. Like a lot of the newer ones do, yeah. But Seven is like Sony's staple. Like, yeah. They were the ones that were sort of pushing it. So before, before this was even a proper thing, Sony uh, used Final Fantasy VII as a tech demo back on the PS3 before even the PS3 was out. So we're talking, what, about 13, 14 years ago here? Yeah. Just, just to show off the technology of the PS3, just to show like the starting scene, the cutscene of Final Fantasy VII. So it was already being worked on back then, but they weren't comfortable to announce it because they didn't want to announce something and have fans waiting like a Duke Nukem Forever situation. Because if that happened, a lot of fans would have just been livid at that yes. point. Yes. So That's a lot good. of people, you know, it's great that they're doing it properly, and that you know it's going to appeal to a, a really bunch of like I don't know, classic Final Fantasy fans, and maybe create some new ones as well. Well, I was I never really grew up with the Final Fantasy games. I think the first one I, pl- I think yeah, the first one I played was twelve. Was it the one that was pretty much Star Wars? Yeah, yeah, I think I yeah. didn't really play much of it. Uh, but not look like <laughs> yeah, look thinking of seven. I wasn't really that fussed because I was like, oh, it's going to be seven it's until be he four. seen Tifa. <laughs> That as well. Actually, okay, enough. you're gonna have to explain because not everyone knows what that means. Tifa hot, uh, bro. Tifa was. <laughs> it, it's a thing as well. It's so like f- certain people are going nuts over Tifa for the simple reason they've reduced her breast size, which is 
might even care. It's the same character. Just get over it. The pixels, bro. Calm down. You don't touch a man's waifu. <laughs> even if they are three pixels back in the original game. <laughs> No, yeah, they're Yeah, okay. Yeah, I remember Hudson when he seen uh, Tifa, the way her fighting style was in the battles that he could see him playing as her for the game. Oh yeah, just, which, uh, even keep just keep squad. He, yeah, and he's uh, they're basically bringing in some new people to the Final Fantasy franchise and hopefully introduce them to a whole different world of storytelling mm. the way they do. So I don't think there's any other games that quite go to that level apart from Kojima games. If like that, I can think of yeah. just off the top of my head. Yeah, because yeah, Final, like, Final Fantasy is a nutshell. It's just a mindfuck most of the time. <laughs> yes, and that's because you missed seven. There's lots of mindfuck. Exactly, then. there's a lot of mindfuck. <laughs> I definitely feel. It can oh, that to I me. can. I can feel my hand creeping towards the Nintendo Switch store right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm very happy that lookwise they're not going for the old like. Turn-based combat, and they went for the more modern, fluid style. That's that's probably where yeah. I want to get it. Is just this is the thing as well. They have introduced the turn-style combat into it as well. They okay. basically they, they showed it that when basically it showed you cloud swinging a sword, and then it freeze-framed and mm. just panned around, and you could choose between like your uh, materia that you can use, which oh, is okay. say ice, fire, uh, quake, all. So, it, so it's some sort of hybrid combat system. Then. Yes, it's a hybrid combat system. So it's like a hack and slash with the turn style. I'm more interested to see how they do the summons. If they do the summons the same way they did in Ooh. 15, that would be a bit... It would be good, but in 15, I think the summons just were randomly summoned and one-shot everything for you, which shouldn't, shouldn't uh, work. I don't want yeah. that. No, it shouldn't, it shouldn't work like that. Okay, well, you cool. know, I'm going to have to cut this off because I feel we're going to talk exactly. about this all, <laughs> all, all evening. Keep going. I'm going to keep going, please. but we're all very excited about Final <laughs> Fantasy. So that's fine. So uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. It's a Platforms Unknown title. Um, yeah, it was so... announced at the Bethesda uh, conference, and this is a bit weird, this one. It just came out of left field. Okay. Um, the what way it was described we... was a supernatural detective game. Okay. In Japan. Right. In Japan. Which should be very good, because Japan sort of supernatural sort of culture-wise is... It's very fascinating. It's very weird. Yeah. Sort of thing. Like in the trailer, it showed you like it would just pan like people walking up and down escalators and stuff, and then they're pan again. It would their just clothes would just drop to the floor. They would disappear. It was like the rapture had happened. Hmm. Okay. And then it would just pan through different other things. Like uh, I can't remember the name. So of you it. were sort of first person going up an elevator, and the world around you is just like changes. It, there was no. It, this wasn't gameplay. This was like a theatrical trailer. Basically, oh, okay. just something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just something to get your. Like, like your grips just to show yeah, get off. Yeah, you excited as well. Yeah. So, like, no gameplay yet, which I'm miffed about, but. Yeah. Oh, well. It's cool. It seems yep. very interesting. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. It's good. This is what E3 is about. It's not always about games you're going to buy this Christmas, you know. Exactly. But, so yeah. Some interesting stuff. But that, that's uh, also a thing we can touch on. The This year has been the. I think the first year there's been a lot of games that are going to be coming out in the next. Six to eight months have been shown in E3. There's been like a four or five total, I think, that only coming out like 2021 or holiday of next year. Yeah, which is is strange for E3, but it's a good turn because it's what the. It also makes Sony's announcement make less sense, really, doesn't it? In a way, yeah, because they could have hyped up Final Fantasy more. Yeah, they could have hyped loads of things that are coming out, but okay. Number five, Cyberpunk 2077. This is its second E3 outing now. So we got really excited about it last year. And uh, everybody really enjoyed the trailer. It was fantastic. Yeah, it was a gameplay trailer. And then this year, they've just eh, not added too much stuff, but they've just put some more flesh on the bone, would you say? They've uh, really reeved up the hype. Yeah, there's definitely a lot. I mean, I saw a 530-pound version of the xbox that you could buy that includes a statue and loads of other things oh yeah i mean if it's the quality you usually get for those statues that's not that bad because like good quality statues like that usually are like 100 odd pound yeah okay rather well, you know it was included in xbox yeah. and the game and everything and it's already for pre-purchase on steam i noticed mm. um, yeah which is kind of yeah, which, which is a big uh f you to epic <laughs> games 
for a lot so, of people. Like, oh, we're getting cyberpunk. Screw you, Epic. It's like, yeah. Oh, you might have to get announce it front and center Epic. straight away. <laughs> Epic Store yeah. exclusive. I, I'll still be banned in Epic Store then. I mean, <laughs> wouldn't care. I do I mean, want to still play the game. I'm really looking forward to it still. They oh. haven't dulled my enthusiasm in any way. What was the big Keanu Reeves thing? Because everyone must have probably have seen that in their news feed on somewhere. You know, he's he breathtaking. Was... <laughs> he's in the game, right? Yep. Seems to yeah, be a character, character in the game. Yeah. yeah. How big First, of a role he's got? Who can you knows? have sex with Keanu Reeves? That's the question. The, devel- <laughs> the developers have said they they haven't ruled it out. <laughs> no, no joke. A fan asked that. How many the tiles of like, the game can you sell? <laughs> Just for one reason alone. That's weird. <laughs> for thing is, I'm a bit skeptical with this. For me, I don't like that they've just came out after they've shown so much of the game so far and went, "Here's County Raves." Yeah. To me, this seems like a cash grab. That, like, well, and just like shoving a celebrity in there for the sake yeah. of yeah, yeah. If, if you look at the, I think it was a 45 minutes of gameplay that they released last year, uh, the fellow that they killed off in the trailer was your right hand man. It seemed so. Mm. Unless Keanu comes in like halfway through the game or something, uh, I think that's the only way him coming into the game makes sense in my head because. Mm. What they shown, it didn't seem like it was the start of the game. No, it, it wasn't like last it was, time, was it? Yeah, that's what I meant. Like the forty-five minutes didn't show. It didn't seem like it was at the start of the game. It seemed like it was midway through. So that little bit where there's the shoots, the 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 fight scene at the start and the car chase, that that we're presuming is the start of the game, yeah. No, I don't think so. No, maybe a couple hours in. They said yeah, it wasn't. They said it wasn't. They yeah, didn't. They, say, oh, they said so. it wasn't, did they? I'm pretty sure they ah. didn't say. But that's the thing. It's the fact that they like basically just bring County on after killing off your right hand man. Oh, well, I'm technically yourself. Yeah. So I got a couple of things then on this to say. Mm-hmm. For a start, you're not going to just have Keanu. Probably, I imagine oh, if no, they've no. got if yeah. they've got one celebrity, they've got another. Well, and then the other night. thing, the the massive hype that it got last year it was definitely stole the show uh, last E3, and maybe coming out the back of that, they're able to then get the attention that they want and start to get the names that they want on board. Maybe they weren't mm. able to get Keanu, but because last year was such a big success for them, they are then now able to talk about like getting the funding to get some big stars in. They could, but if they focus too heavily on getting all these big names in the cyberpunk, it could dumb the, dumb the game down. I yeah, think but- he's probably been there from the start and they've just not told anyone until now. Because yeah, it's, not like, it's not like I they're re- lacking any funds. The money they made off Witcher Three could quite easily have covered Keanu several times over. Yeah, so sure. I don't think I, I personally don't think it'd be a funding issue. It's probably just a whole, um, you know, video games now becoming more like becoming more like movies and mainstream. You know, with the introduction of big characters like yeah. um, Mark Hamill into Star Citizen, for example. So yeah, yeah, but Mark Hamill's been in a lot, like. Always been in a yeah, lot of games. He, he's, he's done. He's done lots of voice acting. Yeah, yeah. but it's, he's like he's not been. If you're not like a star in role with his face in the yeah. front of the game, if that is in Star Citizen, I don't think they're using his face. He's just voicing a, ca- a major character. So they were, so they're using they are, his face. Yeah, it does look Southern? a bit like him. Um, yeah, they've made him a bit younger and yeah. handsomer and stuff. But his car crash face. Yeah. 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 I, I, I don't know. I mean. Still super excited for Cyberpunk, though. Yeah, Yeah, I I think I am excited for Cyberpunk, but I'm worried about it now. I'm not as excited as I was before. Uh, I hope it doesn't start like Cyberpunk and like Death Stranding. I hope it doesn't start a trend of let's get this celebrity and make a character that looks just like them, rather than let's make let's make a character. This is how he looks like. Make a character, so you go, okay, that's that character, rather than go, oh. That's Mark Hamill. Oh, that's Keanu Reeves. To, to be fair, I think you'll, you'll probably end up with this. Yeah, I think you'll probably end up with a subgenre of role-playing games that are more like playable movies, like yeah. Death Stranding, where you have yeah. actors acting yeah. as characters that look like themselves. And this is the thing already. Death Stranding is a combination of because um, Norman Reeves, I think his name is the yeah. guy that was from Walking Dead, and the yeah. Meant, yeah, he was meant to be with a. Uh, the Silent Hill production team, who also yes. Kojima works with, yeah. they were meant to do a game together, but because of what happened with the whole Kojima situation, 
that's why Death Stranding has now became a thing, and Rebus is always is going is always going to be there for that, as well as Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, yeah Gu- Guillermo del Toro is um, yeah, and, he's part um, of the directing. He's part of the direction, isn't he? He's um, or is he actually acting in it? Uh, I think he's got a, like a side character in it, but it's like it's just uh, hi, I'm here and then gone. Yeah, because they've got um, Leo Sado. Yeah, Leo Sado and Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah, yeah, Mads Mikkelsen was also meant to be like part of the whole Silent Hill thing at one point. He was rumored, but it was never like a confirmed thing. So maybe they were in talks in, and then after everything happened, they were all piled on for Death Stranding. Oh, so that game probably is, is just a playable movie, isn't it? Yeah. Well, that's what yeah. Kojima's always said about yeah. his games. He's always wanted that, hasn't he? I think. Oh, look, yeah. at, so look at uh, Metal Gear Four. Yeah, yeah, Metal Gear Four was, oh, it was it's a great. Oh yeah, I love Four, even though it is just cutscenes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Number six on our list of ten, by the way. So don't get too worried, everybody. Uh, Call of Duty: Modern Warfare by Infinity Ward. It's back. So we're seeing oh. a you know, little bit of a theme here. It's not a remaster; it's a remake. It's not it's a new engine. Right? It's not a remake either. So it's, what is it then? It's basically they're heavily focused on single player teams this time. Uh, they show Price as one of like the figureheads. Uh, as everyone knows, with the way Modern Warfare Three went, Price was like done at the end of Three. This seems like it could be Price the earlier years, before Modern Warfare, or oh, it could okay. be just another, uh, another like spinoff from the end of Three. Hmm. Right. But this is definitely not like a, a remake or a remaster of any of the three games. It seems it's from what we've been shown, the modern warfare sort of I don't know, what world that we're inside. Yeah, it's the modern it. warfare world, and basically the stamp from that world is basically a new game. Which did you see the trailer? When I did, and yeah. I, I, that's why I'm saying it's nothing like one, two, or three, because there was I, nothing from one, two, or three from I seen. I it's felt it was really similar to that Ubisoft um, G- G- uh, Ghost Recon trailer. That really? Was as well. I felt there uh, a lot of similarities with the way they kind of tried to do uh, vegetation and, you know, a player kind of like being involved in the environment a lot and stuff well, like that. Well, this is the thing as well. You have to remember the this dev team has been working on this game for the past three years. Yeah, because the way Call of Duty works, it works on like a three different studio cycle. Last year was Treyarch, this year's Infinity Ward, and then next year's going to be Sledgehammer Games, which no one will buy because no one likes Sledgehammer's games. <laughs> and, I mean, and Treyarch I, I do and like Modern Warfare been games. My favorite Modern Warfare title ever was Number Three. So, but I'm probably a bit unusual because I much oh, no. the multiplayer element. But I oh, know for me, I I've always loved the single player for the uh, Modern Warfare universe because it's always been. Like over the top, but good over the top, like action movie type thing. Yeah, like, sure. uh, I'd say Die Hard Four. Yeah, it's like okay. that sort of over the top storytelling. So, would you be happy to? What would you be happy to pay for this new Modern Warfare if it didn't have multiplayer? If it didn't, at fifty quid, same as you every still other. Still play fifty quid for a non-multiplayer game. Yeah. Okay, and then they sell the multiplayer. If if, or if, if it was like uh, a really well, like written out as well as a. Uh, if it had some length, if it wasn't like a four-hour yeah, campaign. Yeah, normally that four campaign. Eight-hour t- campaign. Yeah, eight-hour campaign is usually what them typical games go for. But uh, if I was to pay fifty quid, I would want double that. If it was a single player only. Yeah. But we all know it's Call of Duty. It's not single player only. No, of course it's... not. It's but you know what can they bring to the multiplayer space now if they can't? If oh, they'll, about... they'll they'll bring back all the maps from the yeah. original games and all they'll the actually charge you extra for it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm happy to play that. I mean, I like those maps. So that's oh, so I mean. so am I. I just hope they don't do a battle royale. Yeah, mm. I think like, it, it's ridiculous at this point, especially with Fallout's battle royale. <laughs> like, that the, the fact we were joking about it last year, that's going, yeah. oh, it's going to be Fallout battle yeah, royale, and then the, and then yeah. this year they actually so many, did it, and yeah, it was we just made like, so many no, jokes. it was a we, joke. We didn't want you to do this. Yes, exactly. Madman. <laughs> <laughs> It's so it's just desperation, isn't it? Terrible. Oh, okay. it really is. And that's the thing is, let me double check on Twitch right now because I'm pretty sure Fallout's already dead again. <laughs> oh, probably yeah, because they did make an announcement of a new mode or something, and and it's, you know a couple of extra features, and it's still shit though. Hey guys, yeah. we finally put in the NPCs we went to put in a year ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and the fake audience cheering it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like, fuck off. the guy stood at the front holding a big sign up. Also, how did Jeb Bush went on? See now. They, they earned that 60 quid that they, that they were paid to be excited. Yeah. Yeah, Fallout's not even in the top 17. Jesus. It's, yeah. it's, it's not even the... Wow, it's actually way, way... It's gone. It's not even there anymore. It's a dead game already. Do you yeah, think Bethesda took home years. of what most paid? Do you think Bethesda took home the award this E3 for most paid cheers? Yes, because <laughs> <laughs> usually it's isn't it usually EA that happens like the most. I didn't see the Bethesda um, press conference, but did yeah. they make a tongue in cheek remark to say what did, I, what did I'm Bethesda sorry to the fans to? or anything? They said, "Oh, we got a lot of well deserved criticism." Did that, well, not, at least they acknowledged yeah, something. Yeah. Yeah, but, but it seemed, it seemed a bit and... too. Oh, I'm trying to relate to you. We're a company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we fucked up. It's like fuck off. We don't care. Yeah, yeah. You, you we're sorry. Buy our game. Yeah, it we're sorry. Buy our game. That's basically what they said. It was, it was too bad, there. wasn't it? It was too. Top, bad. He's always there, yeah. isn't he? he? Loves the limelight. He was. He was there uh, first on stage. Like at the minute, yeah. Nuclear Winter, Fallout 76, 2,100 viewers at the minute. Overall, yeah. like it's not like just one channel. It's yeah, overall. Sunday night nine o'clock's a pretty good. I mean, you know, I know Love <laughs> Island's on, but it's still a pretty important time slot. <laughs> they they, they mentioned nothing about um, nothing about the next Elder Scrolls that they teased there like a year no- ago. They said they're still working on it. They didn't show anything new. That's and in our same... games we didn't see section. Yes. Ian. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, is it? We got that. Oh, yeah. hey, look at that. Scroll down. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> But okay, that's that's cool. So moving on from that, we've got Watchdogs uh, Legion number seven. Assassin Grannies, Assassin <laughs> Grannies. Watchdogs is a dead game. Why are they? No, bring no, back? no, no. Come no. on, tell me you otherwise. Then. You didn't play two. The story mode was quite well, and this one, they're honestly, it's the best route they could have taken with the game because you're not limited to what, like, see with every other Explain game. Explain the route you know, they've taken then. You start right. Basically, it shows you starting with one character. It shows you then trying to scout out a new person to bring into Dead Sack. You then go and save that player, but then you go and die. You get stricken off, and then a new person comes in, hmm. and you, you take over that character. And then it goes on where you actually eventually save that kid and, and recruit him to Dead Sack. Then you take control of him. Then they bring up a whole menu system where it shows you thirty different people you can choose from to play as. So you're not stuck as the single character. You can swap between multiple different characters. And one of them characters was a, a granny who was just sitting walking about, like shuffling about, pulls out her phone, disables like security, then puts on a hood and shoots a cop on the back of the head. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't she an ex-assassin? She was an ex-assassin for the Queen. That was at her background. That's cool. Which Is it set in London? Yeah, yeah, it's that's the big thing. London. No other game has done that in the past since Getaway, I believe. Uh, Grand Theft Auto. Dirty Bomb was set in London. GTA. <sighs> no, no, that was that PS One era. Uh, yeah. Getaway was PS Two. Right. I mean, Dirty um, Bomb was a like multiplayer shooter though. Dirty Bomb, yeah, but that was a multiplayer shooter. There's been no single player games that have been set in London hmm. and used the London, like basically London's layout for a uh, game. Project Gotham Racing. Did it? <laughs> I think. But that's did. still Xbox One. Is it one? <laughs> yeah, I think it was an Xbox team. Yeah. Did you not go to London in one of the DSXs? Did you? This could be its own it. segment. <laughs> All right, yeah, man, this maybe. could be Happily correct me because I would actually love to go. Play. No, I don't know. It's cool. It's fine. So uh, you're excited for Watch Dogs. I'm struggling to get on board with it. Anyone else? Hat Ian, are you interested? I'm interested. Uh, absolutely no interest. No. <laughs> um, I I know, say, I've, I've never played any of them, so I can't. I, I can't offer an I, opinion. I don't so. have a lot of faith in Ubisoft anymore. No. See, that's the thing. I don't have a lot of faith in Ubisoft because of the way they do their games with their servers still being so shitty. Like, it's like still one of the biggest. They have goal. teased a new Rainbow Six this year. They teased a new operation. Uh, I know, but that's fucking just another operation. It's in a DLC, exactly. basically. I mean, yeah, it's like a <laughs> but a board uh, yeah. version. Was it hat? Uh, pretty much because they had a outbreak season, like an outbreak sort of game mode, which essentially you go in, you kill some zombies. Was, um, it's pretty your much team, left for dead. Your team versus the other team, sort of thing. No, yeah. it was uh, PVE, and there was yeah, a, but no, that, there's two teams against PVE, but it's still a two no, team uh, thing. No, 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 three no, man no. team. 
it was a th- like the season they had before was I think it was might have been three man as well, but it was pretty much you had certain operators you could go in and it was like a left for dead sort of thing. You'd go in an area, you'd have to open a gate, the zombies would come, there'd be a big one, and it would just be like your three guys versus these AI zombies trying to complete the mission. See, this just feels to me like they're milking the maximum amount they can get out of that, you know, rather than put investment into a new title. I don't know. Oh, sure. Like, See, Siege, they feel like they have a, they feel like they have a good title. Mm. That's Siege why they're is, so much in there. Siege is good. I'm actually surprised how like well they've supported Siege, considering it is Ubisoft. Yeah, that's true. Um, Ubisoft. Uh, yeah, it has been the first game really Ubisoft has taken a lot of passion with in quite a long time. Yeah, I'd agree with that. That that and just dance. You should get some brownie points for that. Zone, <laughs> I suppose, shouldn't they? Yeah, they really should. But it's well, what, it's telling you big. What we're saying is on the on the podcast is Watch Dogs Legion is one to look out for. Yeah, that's what we're saying. Yeah, okay, from two fine. from two out of two, two out of four. <laughs> and what I was saying to the other two is play two, and your mind will change. No joke. <laughs> on on the London thing, there was you did go to London in the final mission for Deus Ex, but it was just in a skyscraper. Then, you didn't yeah, actually doesn't go That doesn't count. Yes. It's almost international waters <laughs> at that height. Um, okay, so number eight, and this is in no particular order. Jedi Fallen Order, Respawn Entertainment. Uh, did that get our hairs on our arms tingling? Were we excited about some Jedi action? That, um, I, I'm interested. It's EA, so I am ex- <laughs> extremely sceptical. I yeah. feel like they're going to balls it up like they always do and try yeah. and fuck over the community and the consumers as much as they can to get that little bit of penny. On the other hand, it looks pretty much just like Star Wars, but uncharted. I mean, so it looked look pretty. Yeah. It yeah, looked it really looked pretty. Nice. I like the yeah. climbing things. Combat looked looked decent. Um, I wish that the lightsaber actually cut limbs off, like Paul yeah. said. <laughs> Paul, yeah. I'm sure Paul feels the same. Yeah, like, lightsabers should cut limbs off. They do they it in the movie. It should do it in games. <laughs> yes, yeah. it should. It's as even, if, as even if it was something like, say, you're knocking the health bar down, when you kill them, that strike, that cuts something off. I'd yeah. be fine with that. Um, yeah, but it's the fact that even even though when you slice them down and they fall, they just nothing happens. Yeah. Even if it's when you slice something in half, there's like even if there's no blood, technically you're still cauterizing, cauterizing the wound. The wound. Yeah. Yeah. So it should be like a black mass mm. on either yeah. end. Which would make sense, but it just seems like they don't want to do that with this game. Showing that they had, showing that they had Saw Gerrera in there, I hope they kind of live up because him and his partisans are very—they're the extremists of the rebellion. They were kicked out because they were being too extreme. So I hope that the kind of show the IRA of Star Wars. Yes, I hope. <laughs> I hope we see them being, you know, the sort of cutthroats that pretty they are. hardcore. Ex- yeah. yeah, extreme behavior is what you're looking for to yeah, a certain the, extent. It's nice that they've brought the Purge Troopers in because the Purge Troopers were introduced in I forgot what it was called. It was a mobile game, but it was pretty okay. much like you play through a story. You like it was like like you went through a level, killed all the things, got some loot, upgraded your character, went through different ones. But it had like a full story that you went so through. T- a typical season. mobile game is what you're saying. It, it was, I'd say, it was better than your typical mobile game. Um, okay, so but, they're introducing some good story, some yeah. good elements from other parts of the universe, which is and right. as we've seen from the first trailer as well, you had the the Inquisitor, the the second sister. They didn't really show much in the trailer, which I was hoping that they would end on her showing up because the Inquisitors are quite interesting feel. But mm. we'll probably get in another trailer seeing. It'll be yeah, yeah more teasing to come. But, Did they have a release date? I can't remember. I, I can't remember. Was it? I mean, I wonder it if it, was have, it might have been already. spring next year, yeah. early, early twenty twenty. This year, apparently, yeah. the release date well, is, the fifth, is the fifteenth of November. Oh yeah, oh, wow! Oh, there so you go. They're aiming for a Christmas title. Then that's yep. a day of stairs as well. The went on record saying it's a story only game. It's not yeah. multiplayer. That's good. That's what they need Which to do. Is good. They need it's to great do that for the Star, Star Wars universe. universe. Yeah. I will say something. That I, I like the little detail they had because I forgot. Well, no, that was it. it was uh, they were on kicking myself now because I can't remember the name. Kashyyyk. And mm-hmm. when they went into when he was going through one of the caves where the big spiders came out, you if you noticed in that cave when he, there was a few. Uh, B1 battle droids from like the Clone Warrior, all covered with moss and that, and there were some clone trooper helmets that they'd put on. So there's like little details, sort of thing, even though that is from like fr- like the previous era of Star Wars. Like, yeah, yeah, okay. Time has passed and there has so been battles there's, here. There's some love 
there yeah. somewhere, isn't there? Which is great. That's good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, we're looking for. I'm, I'm. I'd like to buy a single player Star Wars game. Oh yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the first one we've had since well, Disney bought it and just got rid of all the old ones because I think it wasn't a Star Wars was a twenty one, twenty one, or thirty one, thirty one. The uh, twenty one, twenty one. I think. Uh, the... It was the basically the Bounty Hunter game that they yeah, cancelled. It was it was Boba Fett sort of origin story sort of thing, but they yeah. cancelled that. Um Cool. No, no, okay. thirteen thirteen, that was it. Okay. Oh, but, uh, yeah, that was sort of the supposed to be the next big Star Wars game. But then you know, of course, Disney bought the rights to Star Wars and just cut everything that LucasArts was doing. And this We've had what two battlefield game battlefront games that have been met and yeah, well, you know, we've had a battlefront game and a pay to win shooter. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's basically what's happened. So EA need to get some um, well, they need to earn our respect again to a certain extent with Star Wars. Um, okay, so number nine on our list is the Xbox. It's not a game; it's the Project Scarlet, which is what they're calling the new. At the moment, it's a work in progress title for the new console the new Xbox, uh, whatever it's going to be. And, uh, I, you know, it's not necessarily something that most of our listeners are going to be interested in buying, but I think it's good for us to talk about because it sort of helps to guide the industry to a certain extent in terms of what people are going to invest in game development if they know there's a console out there that can play a game at mm-hmm. or 120 FPS or whatever, then that's a good thing, I think. Well, yeah, the thing is, this console may do that, but they're not doing it locally. They're using cloud to do this. Yeah, it's I think like that's going to be... shadow play for, uh, yeah. for PC, I think it is. And this is the one that they've almost talked about, the fact they're teaming up with Sony to develop that cloud service. Yeah. And then is this not, is this not good for us on PC, though? Because a lot of games developed are restricted by the exactly. console hardware. Exactly. So we that's might great. be able to play yeah. the next exclusives on PC through some weird hack way of getting your PC to authorize itself. I was thinking. A, I was thinking more like it's the games being deliberately downgraded to accommodate. Yes. Yeah, that's, like what, that's what Hat's saying. Yeah, yeah, like they did. Yeah, they did. Oh, that. Yeah. What were they? What there's there's a few really good examples of that over the last few years, isn't there? But I can't remember any of them off the Watch top dogs. of my head. Watchdogs. one of them. First, the first Watchdogs. You look at when they showed it off at E3 and how it looked there. It looked amazing, and then the downgrade division. Yeah. Yes, the division. That's the other one. Yes, I remember that. Basically, any Ubisoft game that's ever been shown at E3 has been dumped down because of console. One hundred percent. So Project X Cloud, which is what they're calling, it's a great name. They're they're back end in the cloud service, a bit like Shadow or whatever. What's the Google one? Stradia or something? Yeah, Stadia. 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 Sorry. So this is their version of that. So what they're saying is that the next Xbox that comes out in winter twenty twenty will really be running off 50% of its internal hardware and maybe 50% off in the cloud. Yeah, but later on, they're going to sort of tweak that so it's 25% on the console and 75% in the cloud, then it's just going to slowly dwindle. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's fine, isn't it, though, to a certain extent? I mean, they're saying this will do 8K, 120 FPS. See, I'll believe it when I see it. I can't believe that. But um, Especially over cloud. Yeah. yeah, maybe if you live in like Sweden, where you've got stupidly good internet. Yeah, if you've got yeah. really good internet, maybe, yeah. And you pay for a premium service. Yeah. So you might be able to get the regular Xbox that'll do 1080p60, and then you can upgrade your Xbox subscription to unlock a higher, you know, See, 4K. That, that, that's the route I wish they don't go down, because that's just going to... But if you're a shareholder, a you'd want them to go down that route. Oh, if, yeah, if you're a shareholder, printing yeah. Printing money. Yeah, to say yeah but at that point, you really don't want them going down that road because that may bleed into PC gaming. You don't mm-hmm. want yeah. that in PC gaming. No, mm. you don't. I agree completely. But then for how much longer are we all going to be spending thousands of pounds on hardware, realistically? Mm. I think it's... Well, well, considering you just bought a 2080 Ti recently. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I think, I think we're going to be safe on that. That's the podcast. You know. <laughs> 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 well, no, maybe next time. I'm probably set for a few years, to be fair, but you know what? I mean, it's, it's... Ian, with your current internet, I think you're going to be buying hardware for the next yeah, 20. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm fucked. There's no end. <laughs> the 21st century catches up to my little village. There's no way anything, anything like 
streaming gaming study or anything of the sort it, it's just it, it's it, out completely it's not an option yeah. so and i think we'll be shocked at how fast it converts yeah. though from from the fact that they'll even stop investing in making you know uh graphics cards to a certain extent see i'm not sure how I'm well it's going, do, it's going to do worldwide see i don't think it'll do well because yeah. you think well see rev gets doesn't get the best in there in his little village in france and this any places like say even in like the west a lot of like first world countries you go to little villages and they don't have that good of an internet i mean yeah. example me the village two miles away has has virgin media like you guys, but then my part of the village does not. So even yeah. even just that, I, I think it's like I, I think it's going to be like what VR's been. Like there's been some take up, and it's been around for a while, but it's not until the last couple of years that it's really taken off amongst yeah. amongst consumers. And even then, it's not massive, but it's cheap enough now that people will be doing it. <laughs> I, I think I think game streaming will end up being like that. Uh, maybe not to the same extent, but I think no, it'll be another five to ten years before anyone's actually. Yeah, I think ten years and higher. It's definitely yeah. like it has its place in the market, but making your console streaming only is gonna come back and bite you. It really is. It's it's one of those things where, like, a lot of places don't get stable internet even hmm. today. Even if they have high speeds, yeah, they don't they don't get stable internet. Like uh, Dave himself, I don't have. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't have stable internet. He has fast speeds, yes, but not stable enough internet. So if it cuts yeah. out while he's in the middle of something important in the game, that's going to be something really bad later on. Or, or even it's just comes out at all, and then all the money that you're paying, you, that's it. It's immediately you can't actually yeah. avoid, yeah. That's yeah. yeah. Whereas if my internet goes down, I can at least sit and play some single-play stuff here yeah. without the, it. The best but, way I can explain this better is World of Warcraft. When it was first released... Uh, servers went down all the time. Yeah, and they did. Yeah, people and people, and people have to had to keep getting free like days added onto their subscription because of how bad the servers were. I think this is going to go down the same route as that. Mm. Because the way so the way so even Sony, Microsoft, uh, and all other game development companies don't put a lot of money into servers at all. We we know this as gamers in general, like. Call of Duty Black Ops is probably the most recent one you can think of, where they had in the beta the servers were a hundred and no, could have, I think it was sixty hertz, and yeah, like whatever sixty five people wasn't it in the game yeah. or something? Yeah, and then they brought it all the way down to eighteen to fifteen hertz, whatever it is now. A lot of people won't understand what that means. Basically, it means your shots aren't going to register on the eighteen to fifteen hertz, whereas in sixty they need to register every time. Yeah, and it's going to be like all, that. All of that infrastructure is quite is definitely slowly improving, though. Oh yeah, so oh, everyone's yeah. internet and is getting better, and what's in the what's in the servers is the upgrades are happening, and that's mm. becoming more and more SSD based and et cetera, et cetera. So I think there is a constant progression in this direction. So it's not like, it, but it is a big ship, and I understand it takes a lot of time to move traditional techniques of you know I've got a computer and it works and. Whereas in the future you might just have a stick that goes in the side of your computer, yeah. uh, your monitor, like that. You yeah, side of your monitor, and just yeah, well. it up. yeah. So we're I even mean, seeing that today with uh, Shadow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. A lot of people are getting Raspberry Pis and like putting like Windows onto that just to be able to, or just uh, the Shadow program onto Raspberry Pi and just boot it from there. I just think it's interesting that a big a big show like E3 they they're making announcements like Xbox Onliney type stuff. Yeah, like front and center yeah. Project X Cloud. It's a big part of what they're investing in, I think, and that's that shows a sign of the direction the industry's taking. Yeah, and uh, then, it is, also yeah. seems like they're trying to get the PC crowd in early as well with uh, their announcement for Xbox Game Pass for the PC. Yeah, it's good. Which mm-hmm. yes, it's good it's on paper form and stuff like that. It's good. There's not enough games announced on it yet. No, there yeah. isn't. No, I agree. But it's still but, good. Uh, it's- Ubisoft's trying to hand with that as well, isn't it? They are. But- yeah. That was weird to me. Get yeah. access to every UB title for. They've got their own shop now as well, haven't they? And everything, like if you like, like the whole like subscription method. Yeah, which That's the way they go in. I, I I see why they've done it, but it's like okay, this is going the same route as movie streaming's going. There's about sixteen different movie streaming and TV show streaming places now. Yeah. It's going to be the same with games. 
and they've all got their own exclusives and people are going to go, I'm not subscribing to 12 different things. I'm just going to pirate. Yeah. hundred percent. It's the way it went with cable before Netflix came along. Yeah. People were just pirating stuff. So, so you put you make it available to everyone on a like certain platform, and piracy will go down. People will pay for that. But if you're going to try and make them pay through the nose for every little exclusive, then they are yeah, just going to go down. Three, well, like three, three or four, no. half a dozen at the yeah. most platforms is fine. But if if they'll everyone go, just started doing their own they'll thing, they'll go okay. Net, like they'll go okay. Like Netflix for games. This, yeah, this one has most of the exclusives that I want. I'll pay for that and I'll pirate the rest. Yeah, which yeah. is normally what happens with movies and TV shows anyway. Yeah. We're running a bit long on the clock. I'm going to move us on, just so you know. Okay. But it's yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it really is. So, uh, finally, one of the biggest highlights from like was the Breath of the Wild number two sequel. So Zelda, if you played Breath of the Wild number one, it's a great game. And they did a kind of, not a lot of information, but they just previewed that they are working on another title. So did everyone like what they saw? Did Was it, you know, was it... Is that good news? Looked interesting. I haven't played just the that, other one. Just that snippet, wasn't it? It was, there wasn't yeah. a lot of information. It basically just showed uh, a corpse turning to the camera and then a pan of the, the castle. But I, I mean, asked a Zelda buff of what that trailer meant. Yep. And as he said, I've done a bit of dig- digging regarding the corpse in the new Zelda game. It appears to be the remains of Ganondorf, specifically the one from Twilight Princess going by the official Zelda timeline. Fan theory suggests uh, uh. that the hand holding the corpse is similar to Medina's and where, uh, and where the malice is pouring out of his chest is where the exact spot where Link stabbed him with the Master Sword. Okay. right. So that's from... Uh, Following Zelda straight book. on from the first one, then? Uh, a... I, no, no, no. It's, uh, it, like, it's from a, an earlier... Or a prequel. Game, you mean when he did it before he got sort of knocked out and doesn't yeah. remember where he is and everything? Yeah. yeah. Nice. Which it seems interesting to me, but if it's more like if it's more Breath of the Wild, give it to me. I, yeah, I'm can't, happy with can't that. get wrong with that, can you? I don't really. Yeah, I, I'm, I mean, I've only played like five or six hours worth of Breath of the Wild. I'm not that far in because I just keep getting distracted by things like, oh, I <laughs> know I should be going over fun. there because of the mission, but there's, oh, what's that <laughs> ruins over there? Let me run over. Oh, I'm dead. That thing just killed me. Okay. Yeah. And then, <laughs> it, I, I, I like how <laughs> I like how it's open world and it doesn't really doesn't force you down a linear path. But at the same time, someone like me that has the attention span of a gnat, then it, I, <laughs> I'm struggling to get through it because I keep getting distracted. So I need to sit down and actually force myself through it now. That's cool. Because what I've played of it so far, it's excellent. So I, I am, even though I've yeah. even though I've not got that far through it, I am happy that there is a sequel because I know I can keep playing and this and it, it, there'll be something there at the end for me to work towards. So yeah, that's great. And the evolution of what they've learned and just keep making it better. That's really yeah. Cool. I mean, overall, taken away from you know zooming out a bit here, big picture, a successful E3, I would say, and a great sign for the gaming industry overall. Oh, yeah. That it's just there's loads of titles, there's loads of investment and. It's just good news if you're a gamer. Yeah, there's so much going on, so much coming up. We've got a lot yeah. to look forward to the for the rest of this year and next year. Yeah, fantastic, I think, generally. And a major surprising thing is the amount of fluff has been toned down this yeah. year. Yeah, With How many Galaxy Pandas were there? Oh, there was you know. none of that crap this year. <laughs> there was still fluff, though, but the one conference that basically had none was Square Enix. Right, okay. They're basically a game, next game, next game, next game. The yeah. only ga- the only game they talked about where they brought people out and had a lot of fluff for it was Avengers. That was yeah. a like understandable because no one knows anything about the Avengers at all. I know, so, yeah, sure. I've heard I the Avengers game about it. Yeah, yeah, they, people have heard stuff about, it, but they they went into depth where they showed all the voice actors for the each character. They showed how they played and then they just talked more about the story of the universe which I'm not going to what sort of game is the Avengers game then it's number 11 on our list Avengers game (laughs) (laughs) it's fine yeah it's something I forgot about until just thinking about (laughs) it's fine it's fine what Uh, what kind of game is it then it it just seems like it's uh, an RPG type thing okay whereas the story of it is where I really want to get this in case people don't want to hear about it 
it's all right it's all right yeah, so great. i mean we've got a load of interesting things as we normally would take a break but i think we just plow through because we haven't got much more left to be honest if that's all right and Don't like we quickly just go over what we didn't see what we might have been expecting from from e3 this year so we just got some bullets here so skull and bones we didn't see anything to do with that at all was it an announcement last year uh, it was an announcement quite a few years ago, if I remember. Yeah. Right. I think it was announced that around the same time as that other pirate game. That's out. What's it called? Skull and Bones is the Ubisoft one, right? Skull and Bones is the Ubisoft one, yeah. yeah. It was announced roughly the same time I, as I Sea of Thieves. I saw it at last E3 as well. Yeah, so it was shown last year, but it wasn't shown this year at all, which can be a good thing, can be a bad thing. It's the same with any game that's not shown this year. There were certain games, for example, like Death Stranding. It wasn't shown this year because that's a Sony-heavy game. But they keep teasing yeah. it. I mean, and it's a Sony game, so Sony yeah, they, they there. keep teasing it. Yeah. The one game I'm really surprised they haven't been teasing is Ghost of Tsushima, which is the Sekiro-style yeah. uh, game that they were doing. Again, it's Sony, though, because they weren't there. They, you know, they're not going to yeah. let anyone else play with their toys sort of thing, isn't it? Yeah, like, it, keeping... but it's the thing. We've heard not, well, I've heard nothing from them. In the like since it was announced about it, which is kind of strange. So hopefully it's not went under like redesign or it's just been shelved because that game did seem interesting a lot because yeah, it was yeah. announced at the same time as Sekiro. And we got so Sekiro last year at Xbox co- uh, press conference we saw a nice juicy trailer for Beyond Good and Evil Two. Didn't yeah. see anything this year. Yeah, we didn't see anything this year, but that, that was a good, could be a good trailer. Yeah, I don't think that's a bad thing. Okay. Because Beyond Game Level 2 is one of them cult franchises that needs to be worked on the right way. Yeah. Okay. And if, and if too much is shown, it's going to turn the fans off. Or cause a lot and of. The thing you want issues. is to spoil a game like that story wise. Exactly. Because yeah. Beyond Game Level 1 is apparently like, like for me and Ian, it's like the Final Fantasy 7 for certain people. Right, okay. It's just one of them games that's there in their hearts that they want to play again and they want more of. But I just find it weird that they don't even just go, yeah, we're still working on it, don't worry, and then move on. Yeah. They don't have to do much, right? They just yeah, need to like, show a photograph and say, look, we're still working on it, it's all good. But this just creates like, oh, is it dead? Have they shelved it or whatever? I don't know. Um, yeah. Starfield, what's that? don't know what it is, but... It's it's Bethesda, isn't it? Yeah, it's, sci- it's Skyrim, but sci-fi. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's Todd. Yeah, don't believe his lies. <laughs> it's the Todd again. <laughs> yeah. So is that Skyfire? <laughs> Stop <What>? it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I think the reason why we didn't see anything from Starfield, or even the Elder, the new Elder Scrolls game, yeah. is for the simple reason they fucked up this year completely. If they were trying to get any favour back with the fans, and they tried showing anything from any of them two games, the fans would have said, yeah, go fuck yourself. Yeah. We don't want to oh, hear it. Oh, I see. So on, almost on like, don't launch it. Don't even announce yeah. it because everyone hates you right now. Exactly. And then they're, they're, they're in a quiet year off. And then yeah. on the other <laughs> hand, you had uh, Outer Worlds show their stuff that just looked like pretty much what we wanted from it. It looked yeah. like New Vegas, but spruced up and in space. Yeah, New Vegas, but spruced up more humor. Yeah. It, Which is good. That That is a game I'm looking forward to. I'd say this, maybe they were waiting to see more out of world stuff so they knew what they were competing with. Could be, uh, yeah. Possible, possible, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, sci fi is an interesting area that mm-hmm. is always, you know, got a huge amount of kind of investment in it in terms of titles. And we saw the new Halo teased, no gameplay. Um, yeah. You know, and obviously there's things other games. No, other we, I think we've seen gameplay. Did we see no, gameplay? I don't think I so. It's just the cinematic. Oh, sorry. We've yeah. seen, we've seen um, the sort of gameplay of Battle Worlds. Yeah, which mm. honestly didn't look incredible. No, no Assassin's Creed of any kind. No, just Ubisoft didn't mention anything. Honestly, it's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah They've I'd been doing that. Assassin's Creed on the clock for years at this point, and they keep showing new stuff. They need a break from that franchise. I, I'm quite happy for it to die, personally. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it doesn't happen. Never really, as an yeah. never really had much of an appeal to us. No, even the people that like it, though, you know, I just think they've played enough of it now as well. Even See, I, I, I stopped playing Assassin's after Friend. Brotherhood yeah. because it was just like, yeah, I, I've played enough. Please stop. 
I, so that's ki- it. I killed so many things. <laughs> that's our that's our E three special and highlights plus a few extras thrown in for good measure. Uh, but you know it's uh, it's an interesting year overall, and those titles we didn't see, we probably it's not like they're dead. It's just they're being worked on really hard, probably in the background. So we hope. Yeah. Uh, well, guys, thanks for joining us uh, on this Sunday night, taking your time out to record the podcast. I'm sure the whole of the community will appreciate it. And uh, oh, we'll stick... be here. Oh, Same yeah, that's lovely. Um, yeah. We'll try and put another one up in a couple of weeks' time. Mm-hmm. So something early August, and then obviously we're on the the ramp up towards uh, Insomnia at the NEC, and then uh, after that we've got another Altland this year, which we're going to do in October which tickets will go on sale soon, but they're not available yet. So just put October 4th in your diaries because that weekend, just pencil that out. There's beds. <laughs> there are actual beds. There is yep. beds. Yeah, yep. <laughs> new venue, new venue in Midlands. So nice and central for everybody. But more to come on that later. But anyway, yeah, thanks a lot to uh, Akubamba, Hat and Hi. Ian. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. I didn't mean to do that. No, you didn't, did you? I took it one day ended on just to. Yeah, that's to, perfect. I, I, honestly, I, I think you should like the, end of the podcast. Just, uh, just you leave. <laughs>